Good adventures, everybody. I'm Melissa Bonzak, and welcome to episode 91 of Books Cubed, the show where I chat with authors you should be reading. It is Thursday, February 25th, 2021, and there's no interview this week because this week there's a writing prompt show. Yay! These are some of my favorite shows, and it's a really pathetic yay. Oh, oh, brother. Let's get right to the show, and I'll see you after. We, Lisa and I are joined by a new writer. I'm so excited. This is Elliot Vang, and he says he's not a writer, but he's going to be after tonight. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, I probably explain this in the intro, but I'll explain it really quickly again. Uh, this is a series of books that Lisa Mahoney and I have written called uh, Roller Prompt Writing Journals. And there are 30 sets of elements inside uh, inside the books. And then uh, each element has five pages that are worksheets uh, where you roll dice and you figure out what your prompt is going to be and you write it at the top of the page. And then you can write in the prompt prompt book itself or you can get e-copies and write on your computer and you know not have to carry a book around. So what we do is there's, since there's six books, we will have uh, Andrew, El Elliot, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't want to call you Andrew. I'm going to have Elliot roll the dice and he's going to tell us which of the six books that we're going to be using. So go ahead and roll the dice. Okay. Number one. What is book one? one? Is that mystery? Book number one is mystery. Okay. We're going to be writing in the mm. mystery genre. So our goal is in 20 to 30 minutes to write a short story. Though one time I just described a scene. I didn't worry about a whole story. So, you know, there's the rule of prompt writing journal if you're watching on uh, the YouTube channel. Okay, so Lisa is going to randomly pick a uh, page. Got it. So, um, Elliot, if you could roll the dice for me so we can find out who our character is. Okay. It is three. A three. We have a cake decorator. Okay. A cake decorator is our protagonist. Okay. And then what's next? Oh, and, sorry. Yep, that's okay. Um, roll the dice one more time, and we're going to get okay. um, a trait. So this is how we're going to describe our character in some way. Six. Proper. Proper. So what is this again? What is the proper for? Uh, this is what, uh, this is the trait. This is a characteristic okay. that the main character has. Okay. So very prim and proper. And one more roll and we will get our location. Two. Uh oh <laughs> behind a dj booth at a nightclub Jeez. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh man nightclub okay <laughs> and now as i tell you every week uh this you got a cake decorator so think about all the things that a cake decorator might have and those are all at your disposal. And you don't necessarily have to stick with anything that was picked. If it um, inspires you to go a different direction, roll with it. The prompts are to get people writing. 
So we have a cake decorator who is proper behind a DJ booth at a nightclub. God. <laughs> I have iced tea and I should have gotten wine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shot of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. okay so I'm going to set my timer here. And uh, if you're listening, and hopefully you are, <laughs> we will cut out all of the writing portion. You don't have to sit and watch us or listen to dead air as we write. Uh, we will cut magically to us reading or to me begging for 10 more minutes and then to us reading. So, okay. Okay. And are you two writing along with me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. We all okay, write. Okay, we yeah. all use the same prompt and we will all I wasn't come up sure with... if you're just going to laugh at me. But... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if I could just, yeah, if I could just, uh, Elliot, when we first started doing this, we would um, we would each roll different prompts and we would get, you know, these all all these different stories. And then we morphed into, you know, it would be really neat to see how several people take those same three elements and how different they can make their own story. So that's why we do it this way is that it's just, it's so, you know, fun and inspiring and just, you know, ingenious. Sometimes you say, wow, I never would have thought to do that with that character or I love how you started it and I went in a different direction. And yeah. so that's, that's the beauty of, of the way we do this is, and, you know, just to see really the, the different subjectivity that we each bring to, to the piece. Yeah, and I love it because this just goes to prove how unique each and every one of us are, right? Yeah. And that just, this is what proves it. So I love it. Okay. Yep. Okay. I have got the timer set. I'm going to mute myself because I'm going to be talking because <laughs> I dictate because I have issues with my hand. And okay. then um, I will uh, jump on and um, uh, let everybody know the time and such uh, when, it get, when we hit 20 minutes to see if we need more. Okay. okay. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> okay, how'd you guys? You guys all done? Yes. <laughs> is this how writing is? I have like a bunch of chicken scratch all over my paper. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah. <clears throat> and mine would be too like, if oh, I could. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is yeah, great. Chicken scratch. <laughs> that is great. Yep. Okay, mine absolutely sucks. So I'm going to read it first so I can get it out of the way. No such thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's see. So we had a cake decorator proper and behind a DJ booth at a nightclub. So mine's always really short too. Candace set the box on the table and smoothed the sides of her ponytail. The steady thump, thump, thump of the music was eating away at her patience. She'd already been there for 10 minutes, waiting to find out what message she was supposed to get iced into the cake. 10 long minutes, and no one had come to find her. Maybe they'd forgotten that she existed. She was blocked by a wall and a set of stairs that led up to the DJ booth. She wanted to work her way around the crowd and try to get the attention of the woman who'd hired her, but she didn't want to leave the cake. So she stayed where she was and rocked on her heels and eyed the man dancing in the cage suspended from the ceiling. <clears throat> After what felt like another 10 minutes, she peeked in the zippered pouch beside the box. The bag of icing was holding up. She slipped a hand around it, giving it a gentle squeeze. It was still firm. She'd be able to write whatever message she was supposed to write. Motion caught her eye and she glanced up. 
The dancing man's cage was swinging faster now, matching the rhythm of his hips. She felt a hand on her shoulder. Finally, the woman had come back. She turned, but it was a guy in tight jeans and a shiny blue shirt, dancing or having some sort of a fit. He was bouncing around, his arms flinging this way and that, his fingers snapping, his head bobbing. He winked at her. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to read my dictation. Uh, moved closer. Swung his hips against hers, nearly knocking her off her feet. She recovered. Held up a hand to push him away, but he didn't take the hint. He wrapped fingers around her wrist, yanked her toward him, and twisted her arms, spinning her in a circle. Then he pulled her close, stretching her hand out and wrapping his other arm around her waist. She could feel his breath in her ear. He was saying something, but she couldn't make out the words. And then he put a hand on her shoulder and pushed her back, twisting her arm again and spinning her in another circle. Enough was enough. As she came out of the spin, she passed the table, grabbed an edge, reached for the pouch, found the icing, and aimed it in his direction, and squeezed. So much for the message. She'd already been paid. That's it. <laughs> oh, you guys are, are muted. Go ahead and unmute. That's great. Great, great, great. <laughs> that was great. Oh, you, I, I felt like I was. you were walking me through it, so that was awesome. Cool. You're right there. I mean, yeah, the, the action that you're able to convey. I mean, the my favorite image was, um, you know, his arms flailing and snapping his fingers and winking at her. I mean, it was just so visual. That was great. Oh, yeah, good, it was. Good. All right. Who wants to go next? That is, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll leave it up to the guest. If you want to go next or you can go last, you pick. Um, I'll go last. Okay. Yeah. Fine by me. I have no shame. <laughs> okay, so it might take me, I'm going to read a little slow because I've got lots of scratches in here. The bang, boom, bang of the god-awful music luckily drowned out the equally god-forsaken swear words that found their unfortunate way into everyone's linguistic lexicon these days. Had they no decorum? How had society devolved into such impropriety? Benny blocked his ears as he made his way over to the elevated station at the far end of the dance floor. When he arrived at the booth, he took in these unfamiliar surroundings. He took in the unfamiliar surroundings. He hunched over the turntables and mixers and pursed his lips in dissatisfaction. He thought of his own tools, the real tools, none of this techno-wired automation of a life, manufactured cacophony. No, what people needed was the quiet, masterful work of the hands on whisks, spinning the baking ingredients round and round in a large, shiny mixing bowl. A quick silence then shifting sounds and a new song. You spin my head right round, right round, belted out from the speakers. The words collided with Benny's favorite image of turning the cake batter over and over, switching from whisk to spatula, folding the batter in onto itself, perfection. He'd rather be there, of course, but as his unfortunate luck would have it, 
He had gotten himself embroiled in a humdinger of a spot. It haunted his every minute from the time the mysterious woman with the pillbox hat and netting cascading over her face had left his shop two days earlier. She paid triple the price for the surprise bloody cake and an additional sum, more than he made on a series of five-tiered wedding creations, to deliver it to this appalling nightclub with, with scantily clad females and writhing gyrating hips. He was to bring it directly to this booth and hand deliver the delicacy, extra bloody per the netted faced woman, to the DJ. Benny cursed. Well, not traditional curses for sure, but a beratement nonetheless. What had he gotten himself into? He always prided himself on not caring about money, really. Greed was so uncouth. But what she offered, paid up front even, was handily three months' rent. And he figured, now maybe misguided, what could possibly be perverse in a little errand? Standing behind the booth now, looking at the knobs and controls, and what appeared to be an automated playback of a set list, he knew his presupposition was far from benign. No DJ was to be found. No delivery was to be made. The note, taped to the stool, with a speckle of blood cascading down the stark white paper, made it quite clear that Benny was in for a most unwelcomed and uncomfortable excursion far from his pastry bags. Ooh, I forgot we were writing mystery. <laughs> you two are awesome with your the words, the word choices. So that's awesome. Yeah, Mine that, doesn't compare to that. So that, that was great as well, Lisa. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that I, didn't, was... I didn't know how I was going to wrap it up, but I'm like, well, you know what? We don't really need to know. We just need to know he's yeah. not. <laughs> we don't know. That was beautiful. That really was. was. Yeah, your uh, your word choice was just gorgeous. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> I'm listening going, this sounds like a mystery. <laughs> what I got hung up on was like his properness. So I was trying to like, you know, make him all like, you know, proper and prim and like curse words and ooh, ooh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, he definitely felt that way. I, I can visualize him. I can see him there making the cake and climbing the steps and, and just everything. And then the woman, of course, was intriguing that she'd shown up and then with the blood. And yeah, that was. Well, now I don't want to remind it all. No, you have to read yours. You have to go. Usually we're blown away by the guests. <laughs> okay. DJ, hit the music shouted from behind the curtains of the DJ booth. Five hours prior to this, this day of Halloween, October 31st, the favorite holiday of Cookie McMuffin. He was preparing his world-famous five-layer German chocolate cake filled with Snickers for the festive Halloween bash happening in the town of Carrotsville. Cookie had many job offerings to lead the, the 500 population town of Carrotsville but he wanted to stay where he was raised and grew up. Cookie was the only child raised by his mom after his dad had passed away when Cookie was only six years old. 
Halloween was Cookie's favorite holiday, and his world-famous five-layer German chocolate cake filled with Snickers was the talk of the town. Everyone from their first, second, and third cousins to people of all ages showed up to the bash just for this delicious cake. Cookie was raised by his mom to be proper at home and in public. His shirts were always tucked in, shoelaces always tied, hair always parted on the left side and combed to the right. Cookie's love for baking grew when he was, um, grew when his mom had him bake cookies with her when he was seven. Cookie would bake all sorts of things over the years, but his favorite was this five layer German chocolate cake filled with Snickers. After finishing baking and decorating his famous cake, he went to his room to change into his costume to get ready for a Halloween bash. DJ, hit the music, as Cookie shouted from behind the curtains of the DJ booth. As the music starts playing, the crowd stops to listen to the music, the beats they've never heard before. Out from behind the curtains jumps out a 14-year-old Cookie McMuffin dressed in a black track suit with red trim down the arms of the suit jacket and matching trim down the sides of the pants and with white sneakers. Cookie hops onto the dance floor and as he hits the ground, the crowd disperses to give him the floor. Cookie starts to hop and weave and bop and then poof, he starts to break dance. And not just ordinary break dancing, but stuff you see in the movies type of things. The crowd starts clapping and cheering. Off to the side, was Cookie's mom, whose jaw had literally dropped to the floor. But she noticed that the crowd was loving it and cheering on Cookie. He was the hit of the party. He was dancing nonstop for the next 30 minutes. He was so good, he had a request from the girl he, has, he had always had his eye on since kindergarten to show her some moves. Now as ninth graders, he still, had, he still had not had the courage to ask her out. They've been good friends, actually great friends, that Cookie didn't want to ruin their friendship by asking her out. As Cookie started to show this girl how to break dance, how to break dance, more and more of the crowd joined in. This world famous five layer German chocolate cake filled with Snickers was so big, it was in a cart with eight wheels. The time had come for the cake to be brought out for everyone to enjoy. But it was gone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought you said you weren't a writer. <laughs> that was great. You described him, you brought us there. I mean, I could see him dancing around. I could picture him the way you described him. And now I want to know what happened to the cake. And I love that every time you talked about the cake, you described it the same way. That was great. Yeah, what I um, love that you did, Elliot, was you really kind of gave us that, with so few words, you gave us that small town feel. Yes. Um, you know, just a few little th droplets of, you know, uh, you know, renew each other. Um, I love the characterization of him, his name being Cookie. And I like that that real break from the properness into this like like wild abandon of of breakdancing. So I think <laughs> I nailed it. That was really great. 
<laughs> no, that was fun. I had super fun with it. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Yeah, that was great. And see if you are listening at home, and I hope you are. <laughs> no way to say it like better that. Better be no. If, uh, <laughs> people who always say, "Oh, I'm not a writer." Turns out they can be, and turns out they are. You are a writer. You are a fiction writer. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I truly enjoyed it. That was really, really, really fun. Thank yes. you so much. I had fun with it. That was great. That's the point. That is, that is, we have a blast doing these every time. Yes. And I want to thank you for coming on again, Elliot. And um, you have, you have no books to plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, no plug, book to plug. Plug our guest books. Maybe this will be our first book. <laughs> This is your first book because we need to know what happened to the cake. Yeah. Very famous. Not just any cake, though. Side, yeah. World famous five layer German chocolate cake filled with Snickers. Filled with Snickers. That was such a great little detail you added in there. Filled with Snickers. Like, how spooky. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, we will see everybody again another time. Thanks, guys. If you would like to try one of the Roller Prompt writing journals, you can find them on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Google Play, and Kobo. And I'll have links in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Books Cubed. If you're on YouTube, there's that little button that says subscribe. Am I pointing to it? <laughs> Everything's backwards. <laughs> it might be there. And if you've got a comment, please let me know what you're thinking, what you're reading, whatever. Uh, just click on that word comment if you're on the podcast, takes you to the YouTube page, and I can keep them all in one place and then read them easily and then respond. And that's it. I will see you next time. Go read a good book. Mm -hmm.